And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. Summer is just around the corner and there's no better time to head to Walt Disney World to enjoy all the magic. And Away With Me Travel is here with a brand new opportunity to make sure you experience all the magic Disney Parks has to offer. So right now, when you book your summer vacation with Away With Me Travel in any deluxe resort for a three-day package or longer, we will automatically upgrade your Hopper Pass to a premium Hopper Plus Pass. The Hopper Plus Pass brings so many new adventures to your Disney vacation. From the amazing Disney water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, to ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, the Nine Hole Walking Course, and also the amazing miniature golf courses on site. There's so much magic for your family to experience this summer through Away With Me Travel and at the Disney parks. So be sure to get a hold of Justin or Jamie at show at awaywithmetravel.com. We hope to hear from you soon. This episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason and I am fresh off a fun, fun Zoom call with our Patreon family, guys. And uh, before we get into that, though, um, this is going to be a show that we're going to be talking a lot about Disney, like we just spent the last 45 minutes doing. And I get to do it with just my two co-hosts right here, my favorite Disney guys in the world, Mike and Justin. Guys, before I get into that, Mike, I got to tell you, I know sickness hit your family. On video, guys, tonight, your girls looked incredible. You looked good. Everybody looked like they were healthy and glowing. And uh, maybe, maybe you guys were just faking it and like, don't you cough. Don't you cough on this. We're on Zoom. Um, but anyways, all joking aside, you guys looked great, man. And uh, Rye looked like she was having just fun. But she's a ham all the time anyways. Right. You could tell Rye was starting to get antsy. And so that's when she started doing her little dancing. You know, she's at that age. You know, your yeah. boys, you know, I'm sure are there too. They get that little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, how much fun was that to get on there and play some games and get to know it was everybody? So fun. So fun. I mean, we had, I mean, we had, uh, Mike, we had Michael Taylor was out on the, on the, um, road yeah he stopped and yeah. he was in his semi truck and you know and uh, man i tell you what we got uh emilio popped on he was down in mexico city i mean so people around the world joined us on this zoom wow just wow what a great group of people Dude, it was it was absolutely amazing and you know what that it, it's weird so i always get excited on thursday nights to record with you too but that really was like you know what? It's almost like watching a prize fight, and the fight before the prize fight is better yeah. than the prize fight. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, man, no, I'm ready. Or the concert. You go to the concert and the warm-up acts, you know, like just amazing. And you're it's like, like, let's not even record tonight. Yeah. Let's not even ruin that high. Let's let's just, just end it right here. Um, yeah, Mike, what did you think of this thing? I didn't want it to end. You know, I had my girls with me. You know, we were enjoying seeing everybody. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen some of those people before. And a few of those people, I've had to have the... Uh, the luxury of having chats with and, you know, messaging and whatnot. And now I, you can kind of put the, you know, the, the video, the face, the, the the actual interaction with the person. It was so much better. It was nice to get to know everybody. I mean, so many great people on that uh, Patreon family. I, I had a blast doing that tonight. It's something that I'll definitely do a lot more often. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, it's, it was great. It was great. But, uh, Mike, what are we doing tonight? I, 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 know, I know we're going to do something that brings us down a rabbit hole and it's a rabbit hole hard to get out of but man i'm really kind of itching to talk about it tonight 
You know, I got to tell you, I had a trip, obviously, upcoming in a couple of weeks, and I was going to get to see Galaxy's Edge for the first time, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I haven't had that experience yet. So I'm going to have a little bit of a consolation prize tonight, and we're going to talk about something that uh, I do have experience with, and I've done it many times. I've even done the older version of it, and we're going to talk about Star Tours. <laughs> Star Wars ride that I know so far, you know, unfortunately, me being the big Star Wars fan that I am, but uh, I, we're going to dive into that. I think uh, we'll keep talking and doing some of these dive-in ride stuff uh, while we're going through this whole uh, not being able to be at the parks. You know, I think everybody's really enjoying them, and, and I think Star Tours is one of those rides that I kind of want to talk about tonight. Since I can't be in the parks, I want to dive into it a little bit tonight, take you through our journey and our experiences and some little fun facts that we know about the ride. You know, for me, it's one of those things where, out of the three of us, I'm probably the least uh, of the Star Wars fans. You guys love the stories, and, uh, you know, I love the movies, but I, I'm not as as, as rich, and, and my, my, my knowledge of, of Star Wars isn't as rich as your two by any means. This attraction for me growing up was that. It was an attraction. Now, Mike, talking a little bit about the opening, the one thing I do love about star tours and what it brought to disney was it introduced george lucas and the star wars franchise to the disney company and we know now you know back in 1989 we didn't really have a clue what it would become 20 years later 30 years later but now looking back this was the starting point of a beautiful relationship between the star wars uh uh, world and and walt disney who who would have thought that like on opening day of Star Tours, George Lucas standing right there in front of Star Tours and, and how many years later would have a billion and a half dollar land of Star Wars just a football field away? I, I mean, it, isn't it? It's incredible how it progressed to that. But how did Star Wars get to Disney World? Well, it was part of MGM Studios. You know, it was part of the that whole studio movie relationship that they had, and they kind of tied that in. You know, we talked a little bit about that. We talked about the great movie ride a couple of weeks ago and how uh, some of the intellectual properties were owned and how Disney had their hand somewhat in that, where they had the rights to be able to do things like The Wizard of Oz or Freddy Krueger or, you know, they, they had that relationship there. I think that's how it started with that. Um did we ever think it would evolve into this with Disney owning it? No, I mean, that was a huge monumental blockbuster thing. Uh, I think it was great. It, you know, it made it a multi-generational thing. It brought it in for the kids. Uh, the Clone Wars, you know, it, I mean, it hits a lot, of, a lot of different age groups. You know, people like me who are in, you know, your mid-40s who kind of grew up with this to kids that are, you know, seven or eight years old. You know, kids starting with it now. Uh, it, it's a multi-generational movie that a lot of people can find that that special something in it you know whether it's the original series whether it was the prequels or whether it was these new you know the new series that we've all come to, come to see the last few years you know i have to ask you guys because star wars now is really the staple of hollywood studios if you're going to be really honest about what hollywood studios is look there's a reason people stand up outside for an hour before the parks open there's a reason people want to be in that land um it really has become more than i think even george lucas ever could have imagined it would have been back in 1989 but let's talk for a second because you know back in 79 uh we had a live action film from disney called the black hole so the black hole you know, is a decent movie. It it does okay. But uh, they had planned on this space being an attraction for the Black Hole. Mm-hmm. Which was now, an awesome di- movie, by the way. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Now, Disney shelves the project because of the cost. It was going to be a motion simulator to where you actually got to interactively kind of choose the path you went on. Um, so they shelved, they shelved the attraction. And then, in turn, you get the relationship between Disney and George Lucas. And you get Star Tours. Now, let me ask you guys this. If you're looking back, if we had the black hole there mm-hmm. and we didn't have Star Tours, do we have what we have now with not only the Disney parks, but with movies, uh, you know, shows, everything, merchandise, everything that we have as far as Star Wars goes um, in the Disney properties? Oh, do you think it's that much of a, a bridge? Do you think Star Tours is that Dude, much I think of it's a bridge? Huge. 
to to Galaxy's see- Edge. I mean, to yep. to um, uh, everything. Well, th- think about it like this. Okay, so if if Disney doesn't already have the relationship with George Lucas, okay. right? Mm-hmm. They J- Disney's ready to spend the money. They have a checkbook out. They're ready to, write, to spend the money. What keeps them from not outbidding Universal and getting Harry Potter instead? Um, oh, you're, you're talking. Oh, hang on a second. I, I'm I'm talking about store tours itself. I mean, if if let's just say we would have went with the black hole. All right. Right. If you went with the black hole. Okay, but we, do you have the Do you have everything that comes on after that? But we don't without. I, and I get what you're saying. I mean, I know Star Wars is a is it. it, it I mean, it's gigantic. It's Mount Everest compared to the little mm-hmm. Volkswagen of the black hole as far as a, a genre movie right, right, right. or anything, right? Um, uh, but was is that enough of was that Star Tours enough of a segue to show interest to? to I guess what I'm saying is, was Star Tours that big of a deal where it was an absolute must, where Disney was going to buy Star Wars, or would Disney have bought Star Wars anyways because of the Star Wars franchise? It's a good question. I see, and I wonder if this. It's almost like, uh, you know, like holding hands before you get your first kiss. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, look, this was George Lucas and Disney's relationship starting, blooming. That's a perfect. I you th- know what? That's perfect. That's an absolute perfect analogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, I think, I think they're they're kind of because they had that history and because they had worked together yeah, previously, okay. it made the the transition of buying Star Wars easier. Than it would if they had not. Okay, make that makes perfect sense. The way you put it like that, I understand what you mean. The answer yeah. to your question is is yes, that was an absolute. Yeah. Star Tours was the door that opened up. You know, and the thing is, is Star Tours just happened by chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just uh, you know um, George Lucas walked into a couple of Imagineers and asked them what they were doing. That's that's how it all started. I mean, just like that. Um, yeah. And and here it is today. And it's uh, guys. Um, do you want to talk about the ride itself? I mean, yeah. let's let's get into um, let's let's talk about the outside of it. I mean, for, if you're a Star Wars fan, you've never been to Disney, and putting aside Galaxy's Edge, okay, uh, you, you've never been to Disney, and all of a sudden you walk up to this thing, um, Mike. I mean, your first time as a, as a Star Wars fan, you walk up to this thing, and it's it's towering with things. I mean, this is this is cool. You know, there there were a couple of monumental things when it comes to my Disney vacations. The castle, Epcot, and believe it or not, one of my favorite things to see in Hollywood Studios is that ATAT right outside as you walk into the entrance of Star Wars. Uh, I, Star Tours. I think it's awesome. I, I wish they would have finished it a little bit more because kind of when you walk around the side, it's a little unfinished. It's a little more, you know, studio prop. It would have been really cool. Uh, I remember quite a few times when I was there, the cannons were working. They were kind of shooting and they were lighting up. I know that was an intermittent thing. It was working sometimes. Sometimes it wasn't. But um, but that's definitely one of those iconic things that no matter how many times I go, every time I round that corner coming around where the little dinosaur guy is and, you know, coming past Indiana Jones, I love that 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 photo of the the ATAT just kind of looking at you, and uh, I take a photo of that all the time. Every time I go, it's one of my favorite photos to take of uh, when I'm at Disney World and I'm at Hollywood Studios. Do you think they could have played the Ewoks up a little bit more, though? You know, it's funny because. <laughs> And this I think is, I know where this is going. No, I think no, I know no, where this, this is going. It's not a dig towards you, man. I'm serious. When the uh, you were talking about the sound effects and everything, they were part of that sound effects, if memory serves me correct. We're, mm-hmm. we're, okay, so do you, do you like you know what the treehouse and stuff? Do you think that they could have um, Disney could have like incorporated the Ewoks a, a little bit more and played? Because I mean, as far as like merchandise and stuff. Maybe it maybe it was, would never have been a big you know a seller, but man, I, I always thought the Ewoks would have been a perfect uh, a money maker, a money grab. You know, what about some uh, Ewoks running around the parks in that area? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, they had Jawas, you they know. Jawas, so, sure. Yeah, they have Jawas. So, um, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just I, I kind of wish Disney because I loved Ewoks. You know, I loved them, and um, and I, I wish they would have uh, played it a little bit more. Um, and the on the outside with with the Ewoks, uh, I don't know. Well, think how cool it would be because for me, like once you get past the ATAT and you go in, is it the ATAT? I've always called it the ADAT. Is it the ADAT? Oh, ATAT. You know what? It's the ATAT, and on Lego Masters, they were calling it the ADAT, and I wanted to reach through the the Mike. <laughs> you be the definitive. 
Have you ever heard it called? I the always ad-at? say ATAT. It's always I've been heard called. it called that, but I always call it the ATAT. But they don't call it an ad-at on Star Wars. It's the ATAT. Right, okay. just like the ATST exactly. is always the what ATST. What is it? It's at not the AT- at street? Yeah, yeah, that's what I call at it. Street. At street. At- um, uh, we'll, well, you and I will talk about um, Lego Master at another time, uh, just privately, um, because I've watched the finale tonight, and I know you've seen it. When you walk through the queue, and you see your first glimpse of uh, some of the some of the droids, yeah. I mean, it's really your first interaction with, I would say, characters, because they do play a role in telling the story. Um. Listen, uh, let, let me before we really get into that. Can I share a story here before I lose my train of thought? Because it lasts yeah, about definitely. thirty seconds, right? You know, when you're walking inside um, the queue, there you look up. They've got that ramp that's up there. Sometimes stormtroopers come walking up there. Uh, Vader will sometimes uh, walk up there. Um, and, and this is this is and the reason I'm telling you this is because that moment right there is the absolute reason reason I fell in love with Disney as a whole. If that attraction was not there. And Star Wars was not in the park. You and I would not be having this conversation, because um, my son was too young for Star Tours, and he was too too young for um, the the Jedi training. And mm-hmm. um, but I mean, he was three years old, and he is naming all the Star Wars cards. And I and I went up to the cast member. I says, you know, you guys are really. And I didn't come come at them, but I I just says, look, you, Disney is disenfranchising my son, who knows more about Star Wars than you do. And um, he's like, well, uh, and I says, here, look, at, I had I had a blot shirt on. I says, here, my son will name them all off. Let's let's pull, you know what I mean? And he went through and he named all like 50 characters that were on my shirt. Right. And the uh, cast member is like, well, hang on a minute. Um, he went in the back. He says, hey, I want you to go to Star Tours. Someone's going to meet you there. They're going to take you in. So they took us up to that little area right there. And two stormtroopers. And this is before you met Darth Vader. This was before the meet and greets at all. Right. Um you only met him on uh, May 4th. And we had a, uh, a meet and greet, a private meet and greet with the photo photographer with um, Star Wars or with uh, with Darth Vader and two stormtroopers and with my three-year-old and my two-year-old. And, That's super cool. And it was the epitome of my love for Disney as this, for one cast, one cast member to go out of his way to make something magical happen for my son. I thought, you know what? If this is a company, this is, this is how an employee is going to treat its people. I'm all in with you guys. So, um, anyways, uh, Mike, droids, droid, droid, droids, man, come on, those things were top notch. I, I still think they're top notch. Oh, I love droids. I think they do a great job portraying them in the as you walk up. I mean, listen, you're going on to a what's supposed to be a Star Tours flight, and you know, if you were in that galaxy, what would you be seeing? There would be droids doing the jobs because when you watch Star Wars movies, a lot of droids do the uh, the, the the work, you know, they're the ones who serve drinks, they're the ones who do certain tasks. Droids do a lot of work when it comes to the Star Wars, you know, uh, franchise. So you could definitely see how when you're going to be loading luggage or uh, boarding something, you could see how droids play a big part because they do the work of what a what we're accustomed to doing. So I think the fact that droids play a big part in the Star Wars franchise as workers, I think it's great that they have them playing the part as workers. Uh, one of the things that, that I've noticed in the, uh, in, the pre, uh, in the pre-announcements, like when they're doing a little pre-show stuff as you're waiting online, a lot of times you'll hear them uh, paging Mr. Egros Sakul, which is George Lucas's name backwards, and... Uh, they pay homage to him that way, which is pretty cool. So you'll hear the droids calling out that, someone who's going to board a, a plane or a flight. So they use him and they, they tie him in that way. I think it's really cool the way they incorporated the droids into the pre-show part of the ride. Well, well, well. <laughs> what have we here? Seems like someone ignored the fact that animals are not allowed in checked baggage. Quarantine. Well, I think it's the perfect introduction to, to to Star Tours. You know, like what you're about to take part of the story before you even board the uh, you know the, the the Star Speeder is really amazing if you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's even the way they do the ramps is like every time you board a plane it's, to go on yeah, vacation. It's a transport, man. It's a perfect transport. I mean, it's genius. Yep. You know, even with the safety video, the way they do it, mm-hmm. um, the the cast member costumes are perfect. I mean, really, everything they do, even even putting you into the lines, you row one, row two, row three, 
for most people may seem may, may seem kind of methodical and that's just what they do but think about when you board a plane zone one boarding now yeah. zone two mm-hmm. boarding now zone three it's the same thing i mean it really is genius how they took you know what is travel a normal travel experience for us and implemented that with not only attraction but with the story of star tours <laughs> Do you desire a place to get away? How about three? You truly belong here among the clouds on Bespin, the first stop on your Star Tours getaway package. Stay and play in the clouds and enjoy the spectacular Galaxy in the Skies fireworks pageant every single night. The fun continues on the forest moon of Endor, where you'll sleep under the stars with the lovable Ewoks in their charming tribal villages. Your third stop brings you to the peaceful world of Alderaan, where you can relax in a natural wonderland, recently voted safest planet in the galaxy by Hyperspace Traveler. This Star Tours getaway package is three times the fun in one, so ask your travel consultant to book yours today. So, not, not to jump too much off ship here, but how cool would that be on May 4th to take that video and move that over to Soren? Oh, just saying. Yeah. That'd be fun, man. I mean, it wouldn't be as exhilarating, but it still would be a fun fun uh, thing anyways um back to the ride i had to throw that yeah. little well mike you know as we uh, <laughs> as we walk up this you know when we talked a little bit about standing in the uh in the in the lines for your boarding lines and you enter the star speeder and you sit down and you buckle your seat belt because you're about to take off Please prepare for immediate boarding. Star Tours, 1401, you are cleared for departure. 1401, that's us. We can't take off. The captain isn't on board. Well, there's been a lot of different tours you can take. The flight sequences have changed over the years, um, and some have been better than others. Uh, What in the past have been some of your favorites, maybe some you didn't love so much? And, uh, of course, you always have those amazing, uh, whether it be R2-D2 or you have uh, RX-24 or Rex, you know, talking to you. It uh, always is great to hear, or, of course, uh, C-3PO. It's always great that they are leading you through the adventure. One of my favorite sequences, and I hope I get it every single time, is the AT-AT. That's, Empire Strikes Back was definitely one of my absolute favorite movies. I think it, at a time in my life when I was a kid, I think I really enjoyed it. I kind of like it because the bad guys win. You know, I think at the end of that with the Empire kind of, you know, that was pretty much the movie where Darth Vader was kind of in charge. Luke was kind of, you know, a mess. Uh, you know, and uh, the world was in turmoil. Your father, so. Yeah, you know, so they were kind of in charge. So The Empire Strikes Back was definitely one of my favorite ones. And that Hoth scene where it, it, it almost mimics the movie as if you're in that speeder. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings back a, a huge childhood memory and one of my favorite scenes and one of my favorite parts of The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, anytime that movie's on, I'll always watch it. And I always hope that I catch it early enough where I can get that scene where they're fighting the AT-ATs. The transmission. I am Princess Leia of Alderaan. We've placed a rebel spy vital to the survival of the rebellion into your star speeder. You must see him safely delivered to the coordinates I'm transmitting to your R2 unit. This is our most desperate hour. Help me start tours. You're my only hope. Her only hope. What do you mean we'll be making a slight detour? We'll do no such thing. Wait! Warning, pull up, pull up. Oh, cluster malfunction. Clusters? Are they important? 
Star Tours, this is a restricted area. What are you doing here? I have no idea. Stay clear of the combat zone. Combat zone? Oh, no! So I hope to get that. I've had quite a few of them. Now, I know that there was an older version, you know, back in before 2010. Uh, they, they, did a re they did a refurb on it, and there was an older, and you would go to Endor, you would go to Hoth, you would do the, uh, the, the run through the Death Star. They had a couple of older, not-so-good video ones. But I know once in 2011 when it reopened, there were so many different new scenes and sequences came out that they had a passport you could get, and every time you would take that, that ride you would bring your passport outside and the uh, cast members would stamp it for the actual ones you would get through and you would try and collect all of the different movie ride sequences you could go through there's like That's 200 awesome. and almost 300 of them wasn't there wasn't I that many was, I think no, it was about no 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 I think it was about 25 or 30 combined well, every time you would go on a ride, you would get four or five different ones. So right. when you were completed, you would get five stamps. Next time you would go, you'd get another oh, five okay. stamps. Cause I but got... some of them would intertwine with others. Right, and the intertwining are the different paths of different video clips. Mm -hmm. And there was a combination right. oh, yeah, of different almost 300. There was a difference of almost right. 300 different rides. Uh, that doesn't work like that now. They very narr no. They really narrowed it down. But let me tell right. you what. They went gold because I love it. I think it's great. And Mike... You didn't get to experience it yet. Not yet. And I am so, so excited for you to do this because I really think that you're going to call me afterwards and be like, you're right. They knocked it out of the park with this one. It's cleaner. Mm -hmm. It's smoother. Um, you go places that uh, like, oh, this is amazing. It's uh, it's good stuff, man. It really is. Um, what is going to be the future of Star Tours? Because I know, look, it's not cheap to make these movies. It's, it's essentially, you're making a small production movie. In 3D. You know, it's all basically computer animated, right? I mean, so how much money is, is Disney going to um, stick into this one attraction when you have... Because uh, let's face it, guys. Let's let's call it for what it is. It's everything that um, Flight of Passage isn't. You know what I mean? I know it's an older attraction. Um, is there is there anything that they could do um, to spice it up other than what they did? Now, it's it's good. But does it gonna is it going to last? Well, let me, let me ask you this. So for me... Okay. Like I said before, I've, I've prefaced this a couple times on the show. Like Star Wars, I really do. Like, I would sit down and watch the movies. I could watch them in, in unison, mm -hmm. like, all the way through. Like them. I've seen them multiple times. Um, but for me, this is an attraction, not an experience. Okay. And I think I probably fall into the category of most people that go to Disney. You know, I know there's a ton of Star Wars fans. But when you talk about the majority of people go to Disney, is sitting in a seat in 2020... And watching a screen comparable to when I get to ride a banshee, right? And watch a screen. So for me, <clears throat> I would like to see this attraction, especially whenever. Not only that, think about if you skip Star Tours, you head straight on planet, and you're doing the attractions there. Then you come back and do Star Tours, even though the the the, the movies are great. I mean, they they really have blown them out of the park. Jay and I did it together not too not too long ago. Really, really great. But the experiences are really different. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you talk about what you're doing there, what you're doing on Star Tours, I would like to see them implement something that I use every time. Normally, a photo pass photographer is there, and I go sit on it and get my photo. And that's the uh, the speeders. Mm -hmm. Imagine ripping that out and putting individual speeders now, same technology as Banshees, and now you're zipping around... You know, uh, you're on your own. It's moving right and left and, and up and down. And, you know, you're really, you know, you feel the wind in your face. You're getting the smells from, from you know, different planets, wherever you sure, are. Sure. I mean, that's, you know, whether you're in a pod race, right. whether you're in, like, you could do all kinds of different stuff. Bring back Jar Jar. You know, though, everyone loves him. <laughs> um, and uh, just let him narrate the whole thing. And, but that's that's what I would do. I would shut this down. Now that now that we have Galaxy's Edge open, it's open, it's rolling. You know what I mean? Well, once the parks are open, um, shut this down for a year, tear it out. You don't have to demolish the whole thing. Put in speeders, put in the, that type of ride system that you use it at Flight of Passage, and let's rock and roll starting you know 2023, 2022 with this new attraction to where now you're not only watching something, you're experiencing it. 
in in all dimensions. Could could I, I'll let you finish, Mike, because I know you're you've got something more poignant. <clears throat> Mike's than me. grinding his I, teeth at me. I right got I got to ask both you guys this because I haven't done it yet. Is there much of a difference quality wise between Smuggler's Run and Star Tours? Completely different yeah. experience. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. it's, it's, it's because one is three D, one isn't. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, completely. Um, well, and one's interactive and the other one's not. Yeah, inter- interactive. Air Depending quotes. on where you are. Yeah, interactive. Right. You know, so I. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I almost. Uh, how fun would it be? Uh, you know, in my opinion, I think um, kind of stick with the the Buzz Lightyear and Midway Mania, but incorporated that Ooh, into Star Wars. That's cool. Maybe you could be an Ewok on Endor shooting um, stormtroopers. Uh, you know, um, I, I don't know. I. I uh, I would love something interactive, you know, bringing in that so I can get in there and just, dude, the same. Th- what are you talking about? The same thing would happen that happens on Buzz Lightyear. I would be a stormtrooper because I miss everything, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> and uh, it would just be the same thing no matter what. That, wouldn't that be great if they did a, an attraction to where you got points if you missed? Like you know what I mean? Like Luke and everybody's like running opposite? through. You're supposed to hit them, right? And you're not, <laughs> you're supposed to miss them. Pew 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 yeah, pew pew pew. You know, so yeah, Mike. If you were gonna reimagine this, what would you do? Well, I don't know if I'd re. I mean, I like your idea of doing the whole speeder thing. Uh, there's so many different ride vehicles you could use to incorporate that. I mean, just man. I mean, uh, you could be in an ATAT. You know, you could be piloting one of those, walking through and shooting. Or, or there's so many different scenarios you could pilot or take captain of and there's so many different spaceships i would really love to see the mandalorian kind of make its way into the parks i think it did really great on disney plus i think it was an amazing series i think the time frame of it was great because it was kind of after return of the jedi right before the new series started so i think time frame is great where the empire has kind of fallen so i would love to see the mandalorian kind of brought over into the parks also if they don't have plans for that already if they're not working on that now i think that's something that'd be a major thing to add because uh, that really ramped up my love for Star Wars. Not that I need it anymore for it, but watching those Mandalorian series and seeing the stormtroopers a mess because the Empire's crushed, and you know it's that whole time frame where they're just demolished. I just really like that a lot, and I would love to see that aspect, some part of the parks or some sort of the lawlessness that's going on. You know, with the bounty hunters. How cool would it be to have that bounty hunter? You know, you, everybody saw the Mandalorian, right? All of them, all those, all mm-hmm. of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I have, epi- I, what I like to do is watch all episodes of something and then save the last episode for at least three <laughs> to four years after to see if I don't get spoilers. So I've yet to see the last episode. Okay, yet. well, never mind. I, what I want to say can, is no. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you, 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 I'm, I'm gonna take my earbuds out. Right, you have, well, you have one I think minute. it's the last Ready, episode. Go. Yeah, I, I would love to see. Uh, how nice would it be to um, have a couple, uh, like you know, ten or fifteen of the uh, bounty hunters? come tearing out mm-hmm. in Galaxy's Edge and have an oh, actual yeah. fight scene right there with some stormtroopers? How, how amazing would that be? I mean, talk yeah. about interactive and fun and wow. You know what? I think we're going to see some magical stuff with this hotel that's being built. I think we're going to see some incredible... I'm done. We're going to have... I think we're going to see some incredibly interactive... You've got to edit the show, dude. <laughs> I, it's okay. I will just skip that part. And if something <laughs> went out that shouldn't, then it goes out. Okay, All right, it's a no fine. Problem. Okay, hey, no problem. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know if I'm your friend anymore. You haven't seen Goodfellas, and you haven't seen the last episode of Mandalorian well, yet. It's listen, like I don't even know you. Don't tell him I've that. He'll people confuse the out. two together, and he'll start talking about the, cho- the you know the the child with uh, you know over in Jersey. <laughs> I mean, or, or Queens. I mean, excuse me. We can't. Uh, we can, we can't all be perfect. Okay, I'm sorry. You're pretty I'm close to it, to- though, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm working hard. You're pretty close. I really You're am. Pretty close. It takes a lot of work. <laughs> um, for me, for me, the uh, one thing that this attraction did do when I was young was it really was a cool, like, twenty minute experience to where. What's the easiest way for Hollywood Studios for me as a kid? This was the one attraction where I felt transported. Okay. You know, like. Yeah. Like they did have the great movie ride, and they had you know some of the other uh, other stuff going on. But as a kid, this attraction felt like an attraction. You know, um, it felt like when I was there, I was like, "Wow, we're gonna do Star Tours! Like we're gonna be speeding through space." Um, do you think it still still has that same impact on kids now? Now that they have a you know all these other attractions to go to with Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Smuggler's Run. You know, like 
they they've got a ton. I don't know what the demographics would be on that man. I, I'm very like I, I've been so wrong lately on everything, including stocks, that I can't even answer your question. <laughs> so I mean, because I personally would be like, eh, you know what? I think we're probably losing that generation gap. But then, you know, I don't know. I mean, you get you get some kids that are like into Clone Wars and and yeah, you know, got true. it. And so I'm like, well, yeah, they're going to be all about riding the Star Tours and and seeing the new, especially the new one where they can relate it to the Last Jedi and, and stuff like that. So right. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a good, fun attraction. I'm not. Um, it's far from bad. I'm not ever going to say that it's bad. It's no, a great, great. attraction. I, I, it's great. It's great. Um, um, and before we we close up Star Tours here, guys, um, can we talk about that amazing that amazing point when you sit down and that wall drops down and C3PO just turns around and starts talking to you? That to me is the absolute perfect introduction and segue to set the mood because he's the perfect character for that attraction <laughs> what do you mean we broke your ship you broke our viewports and i did not give you permission to come aboard so sorry for the inconvenience we hope you enjoyed your flight and we look forward to seeing you again soon it's one of the only star wars characters that's been in every movie that crazy? since the beginning that's incredible man that is absolutely incredible i mean who doesn't love this guy? You know, oh, did you guys see the Lego Masters with him on there? Yeah, you did. You both yes. saw it, didn't you? Yeah, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it yet. I didn't oh, see it yet. Nope. Man, yeah. I just love him. And he's always been one of my favorite characters. And I don't know, there's just something about just something about that that droid that uh, is very lovable and funny and everything. So he is definitely a perfect, uh, perfect. <laughs> he's, I think if, if, Justin, if you were ever a droid, that's you. Because I've played Call of Duty with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Why are we doing this? Wait, Ooh, let's Who's run moving? the other way. R2, stop moving. Who's moving? Who's yeah. splashing in the water? R2, stop. <laughs> I love it. That is me. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. Um, we, uh, Mike, you know, you love Star Wars. You, it, For me, well, the weird part is I'm not even a mass Star Wars fan, but this is still a must-do for me most times. I'm there, uh, not every time, but but most times. Um, it's changed now too. It was a must do there for a while because of the lack of fast passes for a long time at Hollywood Studios. But now that there's so many other fast passes, um, I typically don't fast pass it, but I still will do it. The, the wait typically is not bad. You know, it's like a 20 minute wait uh, most of the time. Is this a uh, must do every time you go? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's been a must-do because that was the only little bit of Star Wars that I had. Um, I also It was kind of my way to get the, the kids and the family into the gift shop when we were done because when you're done with the ride, you kind of empty out into the yeah. gift shop. So uh, I would kind of get my Disney fix and buy a lot of stuff there. Uh, the only other thing that they added was, you know, when they ordered the uh, Galactic Bay, you know, they ordered mm-hmm. the, the, the launch yeah. bay. When they ordered yeah. the, the launch bay, they have a nice gift shop there also, and they have some cool memorabilia. So I would hit that as well. But uh, must-do for me, I mean, for a lot of times because there was no other Star Wars to be had, so uh, the kids knew how much I liked it, and I would always do it. I loved, um, I loved outside ahead, the Jack. launch bay. They had the actual land speeders that were used in the Empire Strikes Back. Do you remember seeing those, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yep, unbelievable. I, I mean, for me, because when I first went to Disney, it was before this whole new Disney bought Disney uh, Star Wars, so it was still a George Lucas, um, you know, owned franchise. Um, so for me to see that, I was like. What? This actually was in the movie. That was so neat. And then you talk about that store when you walk out, of when you get done with the attraction. That's some high-quality Star Wars stuff, man, before, I mean, you know, before mm-hmm. the movies, you know, the new movies came out and Disney bought it. I was in love with that. I spent some buku bucks in that store, man. I mean, because I love my little figurines and stuff. That was buku bucks. Well, look, if you if you remember, they had a lot of movie props from those rides from Return of the Jedi and from Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back over in the Backlot Studio Tour. The, as you would drive around, they had quite a few of those pieces of movie history that they had that, that were there. You know, I think it was right after those Pearl Harbor airplanes that they used from the movie. And they had some of the, uh, I think one of the speeders were over there and, you know, the snow speeders and one of the skiffs from Return of the Jedi. It was pretty cool. They had a lot of stuff over there as well, too. God, it just pains me. We've mentioned it before, uh, and my question to you, too, as we wrap up uh, this episode on Star Tours is, would this attraction fare better over time, let's say over the next 10 years, right, if it was located in Galaxy's Edge? Because now you have the backdrop with your Mm on-planet. But they have to change the story then. 
You do have to change the story. Um, what a, what a great way to get you on planet. Yeah, wouldn't it true, be? true. See now that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah I mean that's. I, I wish that Disney could almost like tunnel, you know. Yeah. Un- under and just like when you came out of Star Tours, you had the option mm-hmm. to go on planet or stay off planet. You could go left or right, and if you go on planet, you know, you walked through. You know, almost like or it was, it was like a, a, a the conveyor belt walkways. You know, mm-hmm. with almost yeah. like the like almost like um, Space Mountain. Okay, you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden you're there. Well, I. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I honestly don't see Star Tours lasting because of Galaxy's Edge and um, all the other attractions there. I don't see it lasting more than ten more years. I think it's gone. I agree, actually, so. and I hate to say that. I do agree. Yeah. I think the space is. The space it takes up is so valuable. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about look when you put when you round the corner, that's the weenie for that side. I mean, you you see yeah. that massive ATAT, and that's what draws you over there. Yep. And it's just a a huge thing. I think if think about if they just took out Star Tours and they take out Indiana Jones. I know people go crazy when we start talking about taking out stuff, but they take out those two. Think about the land they have. Think about what they could put yeah. in. I mean, it's just it's a huge experience there. Um, so I don't know, man, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Also going to be interesting to see how this whole stuff going on now affects the timeline. It may stay, it may be here longer than 10 years because everything gets pushed back. But, um, but for me, Star Tours is a, is a, an amazing attraction. Lots of fun. It's been there now for, uh, 31 years, which is just a staple, you know, of, of that park. And, uh, it really is incredible. Um, hey guys, I I'm I, I right now have a special guest that joined us. One of our incredible, in fact, our very first Patreon supporter, good friend of mine, someone who's been there from the beginning, was on the cruise with us, and uh, is going to have the luxury of taking our pick of the week first. I want to introduce my good friend Shannon McPherson. Shannon, my friend, how are you? I'm doing well, and it's just I gotta say, an honor to be here, guys. You're big time now, man. You made it on the Disney Dads podcast. What's up? I am. I, I am. I feel very, very privileged to to get to say that I'm actually here. So yeah, awesome. And been there, and uh, you you've got the uh, pen to prove it. I do have the pen. That's a, that is a sharp pen. I think uh, you know the guy who made it, and it is a very, very sharp pen. And yeah, Johnny, uh, Johnny Renfro will rip. Yep. Pen's made it for us. Absolutely. Yep. So, um, hey, guys, um, Mike, I am going to uh, just hand this right back over to you, buddy, because you do what you do best and uh, bring me to your favorite part of the day, week, what month, year. I don't, I don't know. what. What, what does it really what, matter what, right now? It's all a day. It's all it, it's, hours rolled together. I've just been on one cloud nine all day. It's The weather was great. Everything was great. The Zoom. Oh, hey, before we do picks of the weeks, guys. Mike, or, um, Shannon, what did you think of uh, the Zoom tonight? That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, fun to I, meet everybody, wasn't it? It was good to see everybody, good to kind of hear some different stories. Yeah. Uh, I got to throw props to uh, Justin. Very good job moderating that. Yes, I mean, that, I, it, that, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly. A mess. Yep. But that turned out really, really well. I gotta <laughs> we, say do keep him around. we do keep him around for something. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, short guy's got to figure out something to do, right? Well, they make it's... me watch game shows all day long <laughs> just to get ready for that. That's all they do. They're like, just watch these clips. And I sit there and I just, uh, I, I just watch them over and over again. That there was, we go. There we go. really great. You know, uh, we were talking about one of my favorite rides, and I was talking about that. As you come around that corner and you get to see the Star Tours in front of you, and I've taken multiple pictures of that ATAT. Uh, it's one of my favorite rides, one of my favorite scenes in the park, and it's a great photo opportunity to take there. Uh, you know, we have a lot of pictures of people going on Star Tours on our Facebook group. And, you know, we have a lot of great pictures on Facebook. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's time us to for get our Picks of the Week. All right, Shannon, since you are our guest, we would like to give you the first Pick of the Week. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, that, that That's an honor. And... Uh, well, this week has just been a really, really fun week to be looking at the, the Facebook post as everybody's doing different things during uh, this kind of weird time that we're in. 
But I got to say, uh, I'm going to throw something out there for the guy that I actually was able to eat dinner with uh, for several nights on the cruise. Uh, Scott Zobel's pick of him and his son playing the uh, Star Wars game. That brought back a lot of memories and got to throw that out there. It's just a really, really neat pick of the week. Very How cool. cool was that, man? That, that thing That's from a way back, right? That, that, that game? Oh, I had that as a kid. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I played that as well as a kid. Never mastered it. I still can't remember exactly how you play it, but I do remember trying to play it as a kid. I actually went. I actually went and looked for it on eBay after I saw that because I remember that game and I wasn't. I couldn't even find it on eBay. Oh wow, man, we it's just, lost. We just bought yeah. Villainous. I, we hadn't played it before. Have y'all played that one yet? Mm-mm. Not yet. Uh, somebody was. I think uh, Jacob Moore was talking about that in the group. I think he said it was good, and I think Chris just got that also recently. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've played Villainous a couple of times. Is it good? So it's different uh it, it's disney <laughs> isn't that nice is what he's saying that's that southern uh-huh. let me tell you something that's that southern hospitality right there uh-huh. that just came it's out it's different it's different it's that's what people say about me too shannon i understand well justin uh why don't you give me your pick of the week oh thanks buddy i appreciate it my pick of the week is man it's hard this week everyone's home they're all uh kind of living disney in their own ways but uh, i'm gonna give it to courtney billadu she said playing disney this morning usually in the parks once a week and they're really missing it praying for june 1st uh us too courtney us too and the kids they put the chairs in a line it almost looks like they're on uh uh, space mountain and they're just ready to roll it's absolutely awesome i love that you guys are uh, keeping at disney there at your house it's such a look it's such a weird time but it's such a cool time because i'm doing things and you guys are doing things i'm sure that uh we wouldn't have done otherwise you know we're spending time with family that we wouldn't have done if we were busy in our daily lives so really 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 neat look at the smiles on the kids faces and uh absolutely love you posting that picture very cool great picture jay what do you got me buddy i got mr greg woods and and here's why i love to see your race photos this weekend would have been the star wars dark side race weekend i know a lot of you and I mean a lot of you were supposed to be down there this weekend. So this is kind of kind of a sting. And uh, you know, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and show you my previous po my previous um uh medals, my previous race photos, and and he's like, you know what, let, let me see yours too. Let me see what you guys got coming. So um look, Greg, thank you for posting that. And uh man, next year you're gonna own it, it'll be all yours, and I can't wait to see those pictures. Dude, I'm married to the only person happy we're not Disney this weekend because she didn't have to run that 10K. So, um, but yeah, man, what a what a what a sad time because Star Wars would have been awesome to see all those. It fits in perfectly. Sharon picks a Star Wars uh, pick. Uh, Star Wars pick there, Mike. It's up to you, buddy. Well, I'm not going Star Wars. I'm going Toy Story. And my pick of the week goes to Ashley Cook. And she had a picture of her Toy Story 11 boy. And she didn't stage it. He was dressed as Woody. He had his Buzz Lightyear. What a great picture that was. Uh, True Disney fan. I love seeing that. Great picture. Uh, My wife loved it too. She called me up. She was, look at how cute this kid, look how cute this boy is. And uh, you definitely have my pick of the week. Very cool. Very cool. So, so cool. You know, Justin, we had a lot of great posts this week. We had Easter. We had a lot of great Easter picks. Uh, a lot of people love being part of our Facebook family. Justin, why don't you tell them how they can get to be part of our picks of the week, how they can be part of our family, and just enjoy a great time with us. I tell you what, man, if, and there's no better time than right now to be talking about our Facebook family because we spent some amazing time with our patron family on a Zoom uh, hangout earlier. Man, it was so much fun. We talked about the first of the episode. But also, look, you're at home, you are trying to live that Disney lifestyle even though you can't be in the parks. Go if you have not done it. Pick up your phone right now. Go to Facebook. Join the Disney S Podcast family Facebook page. There you can find all those amazing pictures we talk about every single week, the amazing stories we tell uh, of all of our amazing Disney family. And while you have your phone in your hand, I'm going to ask you to do it every time. Go ahead and click over to iTunes and give us five stars, guys. If you like the episode, give us five stars. Throw a comment if you're liking the show. That's your your virtual hug to us, and we appreciate you so much. It helps us to reach more and more people to grow the show, grow the Disney family, grow the positivity that we're putting out during this trying time. So I want to thank all of you all for doing that each and every week, and uh, we can't wait to see you in that Facebook group very, very soon. Uh, guys, listen, I had a an incredible day with you guys. Uh, you know, we were, we were excited about tonight. Our night's far from over. 
Um, and Shannon is going to uh, stick around here for our Patreon show, which uh, is an honor for us. And uh, guys, I want to say thank you for uh, lending us your ear and have an incredible, incredible week, an incredible weekend. How's that? And uh, and and Shannon, probably one of the most, um, you know, I, I will say, listen, I will say probably one of the, the best hearted family guys I've ever met in my life. I've just this group of uh, a family um, is like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, I actually joined Facebook. Uh, never had a Facebook page until I got on, heard you guys' podcast and said, you know what, I, I have to be a part of this. I posted the first pic, picture under my wife, and I'm like, this is just not going to be right. So I went back and I said, okay, i got to make my own account. I've made my own account, and I applied for membership, and you guys let me in. And uh, I appreciate that, and this has been the very, very first experience with Facebook that I've ever had. Uh, and getting to know uh, friends and getting to know you guys um, – family reunion type of feeling when when we get to get together and that's really what it is and just want to say thank you to everybody that makes this group what this group is that's a great group man it really is but you know you're 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 the you're one of the main reasons that that you know you're you're a key fact a key factor in a key piece of the puzzle on on how incredible this group is all of you guys you know it's just it's just people like you man that just make this make this great it really do shannon i couldn't have said it better myself buddy and uh so for me i hope everyone has an amazing week and uh have an awesome 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 night Guys, I had a great time talking with you tonight. Uh, it was nice for me to rehash one of my favorite things, talking about Star Wars. Uh, like I said, I'm a little disappointed I'm not going to be there in the next couple of weeks. I really had a lot of plans looking forward to it. But having a chat with you guys tonight, having a chat with my Disney Dad's family was absolute awesome. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys again next week. Have a good night, fellas. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.